Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game because that's how you go from just surviving to full on thriving. Yes. Okay. Okay. Real talk. <laughs> In today's episode, we are going to talk about prioritizing mental health when others don't because it's a very real thing. It's a very really annoying thing and we need to discuss it. Basically, is what's going to happen on this episode. So before we dive into that, I want to hit you with a few reminders really quick. One, if you haven't already, please, uh, and and if you haven't already and you listen to the podcast on iTunes um, or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now, uh, please go leave a review uh, if you haven't already. I love hearing how the podcast is helping you guys because otherwise I'm just talking to a microphone. Um, so it's really great to hear how the podcast is helping you. So take a second. You could even pause this episode. Go leave a review. Don't expect it to be perfect or like it has to like reach anybody else's bar of any other reviews that you've read because I've seen that be a thing. Just share, share what you share. It's perfect the way it is. All right. Two, if you're not already, you can become a Simply Happy member and support the show. Yeah, you can sh- sh- you can support the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sometimes it just happens that way. Um, you can support the podcast for only $5 a month. It would mean the absolute world to me um, and just really helps, helps us get out uh, episodes each week. But also, I will say this. It is a dream of mine to actually make the podcast more accessible. And so support from Simply Happy members is going to be what makes that possible. Um, I would love to have each episode transcribed and put in a blog post so that anyone who is hearing impaired can actually still get all the content from the podcast through reading it. So um, if you guys could help me make that dream come true, that would be absolutely incredible. And I w- that's something I'd love to bring to the show. Um, and then third, uh, if you haven't heard already, BTB Basics, one of my free tools, has been awesomely updated and upgraded. And so basically it is a awesome 30-minute class where um, you'll be you'll be you'll be learning from me, and um, I'm gonna be walking you through the th- the three things you need to focus on to create empowered freedom from bipolar anxiety and depression. It is a musty class, um, short, sweet, packed with value. So definitely go snag that at www.simplyolly.com/tools. Also. For the Simply Happy member thing, I didn't tell you the, the handle, but it's www.simplyolly.com slash podcast. Everything's below in the show notes, man. Below. Um, it's like my YouTube talk. It's in the show notes. You get what I'm saying. Let's talk about the episode. All right. <sighs> Take a breath. <sighs> okay. So, <laughs> so this is such a, honestly, this is such a broad topic, but I, I want to bring it from, from the place of actually... Um, some conversations that I've had with actually some of my students um, about the the issue with people not um, having the mindfulness of of mental health, if you will. So I was I was chatting with one of my students the other day about business and mental health. Um, 
And, you know, and like I said, I've also had this conversation with, with other students, but she was, um, she was in, she's in like another program. Um, and, and we were also just talking about marketing in general. And so it's something I just want to kind of share with you guys, because I don't think I've ever really talked about it on the show before, like ever. Um, and it's something that I have be like, just noticed more and more, and it irritates me more and more um, over the years. Uh, and it's something that even I've had to kind of uh, navigate in, in my own uh, business, if you will. So basically, we were talking about um, just the extremist mentality that can come with certain uh, programs or, or coaches and things, um, or, you know, just this like, in like crazy, like pace or, uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway. Okay. Let me, let's, let's talk about marketing. Cause that'll be easier to focus on. But, you know, we were talking about fear-based marketing because a lot of marketing is fear-based marketing and that's not super helpful for those, um, that ha- are dealing with bipolar anxiety and depression, you know? Um, so, you know, that was something that she actually noticed within herself. She's like, I see somebody being like, we're doing the seven day challenge. Like, get on now. The doors are about to close. Yada, yada, yada. Like, you need to get in here quick. Like, this is discount is only going to last like three days. And everything throws everybody into instant panic mode, constant questioning of themselves. Like, oh my gosh, do I need this thing? Like, am I, am I not good? Like, do I need it? <laughs> Just like, it's, it's insane. Like it, it gets really intense, especially if you are following enough people where, you know, everyone's like, you need to do this. You need to get on this. Like, this is me, 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 me. Like, here are all the ways in which you suck. Here are all the things that are going to make you better. Like, whoa. Oh. <sighs> it's, it's so intense. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I will talk about, we'll talk about in just a minute, how to, how to navigate that, um, how to move through that. But um, also something she brought up to me, which was really interesting is, she was, um, she got like a hot seat. Um, somebody was, you know, they would like call somebody up and she, you, like she got to talk and the guy was just really kind of like in your face, super intense. Um, you know, like just really, um, not what's the word I want to look for. I want to say sensitive, but I don't, um, just like trying to like call people out really in this thing. And, and she just, she called him out and she was like, do you know anything about mental illness? And he was just like, no. And it was just this moment of like, (sighs) having people not have the awareness of what it's like inside someone's head and given like we're, we're not, unless we really do our due diligence to like educate ourselves and learn and and understand these perspectives, which I think is important and valuable to do. But, um, you know, it's like not having that mindfulness of like how you putting down somebody could, could really impact somebody who is maybe struggling with mental illness or who has massive insecurities and that could, that, you know, that can just snowball and, or, you know, has like major anxieties around things. Um, and it's just like, we, I can only speak for, you know, the, the U S but like we have a culture that's built on uh, 
panic and inadequacy. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we we do. Like it's, you know, we're not taught to slow down. We're not, I mean, I can't, okay, that's blanket. That's a blanket statement. But like, I feel like most of us aren't taught to slow down, to appreciate, to really process something through. Like a lot of things are like, here's what you're lacking. Let me, you know, let me, you know, try to convince you to get this thing. And again, I've even fallen into this and it's something that's always, I've always battled with even in my own business because I did open closed doors for a while, but I was always like, if somebody ever reached out to me, I would just, I would let them in because if somebody needs help with their mental health, how am I going to turn them away and say, no, the doors are closed, you know, um, or to add that, that, that level of stress and anxiety to like, the doors are only open for this many days. And, and it's like, oh my gosh, can't, I can't afford this right now. So, oh my gosh, maybe I'll never be able to do or whatever it is. And um, I just... I can't get on board with it. And I feel like we just need a new way of, of approaching things that prioritizes mental health because mental health affects everybody. So, you know, I think it's something we're just not taught to be mindful of, to be aware of typically in society. Um, you're here and you're listening to this. So like, you you'll wear you'll wear boo um but <laughs> but a lot of a lot of people aren't um and and f- even for some people it scares them so you know so you may come across people where they don't even prioritize their own mental health so how are they going to respect you prioritizing yours or you have people that that think you know mental illness or anything is is a sign of weakness or is a defect or is an imperfection. Um, you know, it's just it's um, okay. I'm I'm getting I'm getting real heated. Let's bring it back to the main point here about how we can because again, we can't control those things. We can try to influence them. We can try to uh, lead by example. We can try to implement things that might create change or ripple effect. I mean, it's why I do the work that I do because, you know, honestly, like, I I love to see how it's not only helping the people that I help, but then they go on to help other people with their mental health just through day-to-day conversations. And, um, you know, so it's like we can take steps, right, to try to create change there. Um you know, I even like, like, psst, there's, there's people that I, I love and care about that are very close to me that I'm just like, hey, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, like, <laughs> what if you just took a breather? <laughs> um, but, you know, again, we can't fully control that stuff. What we can do is just make sure that we prioritize our mental health and recognize when other people aren't um, or they don't, because that shouldn't be put on us that's, you know, that's not our burden to carry. And, um, I mean, it, it might feel like it, but we can still step up and do things for ourselves. So, you know, big things are going to be to have boundaries. Um, boundaries are really helpful. They, you know, of course, like boundaries is like, yeah, boundaries. It's like such a broad topic. How, Olivia, how do I have boundaries? Um, well, honestly, if you don't feel like you have solid boundaries, like rather than going and like having like a real tough conversation with your boss and being like, look, 
I need to like not be on my phone when I go home from work. I'm not going to be checking my emails. Like don't go have that tough conversation first. Like let's get a little practice, you know. <laughs> um, but like you want to create boundaries basically by advocating for what's healthy for you. And my tip for you is that if that's something that you you like you want to start working on, start small and start with yourself. Uh, because surprisingly, sometimes it's really hard to instill boundaries in ourselves. <laughs> so it's it's a good practice. It's a good place to have um, loving, constructive conversation. Yes, with yourself. I'm not kidding. Um, you know, and so like that's that's where it can start. Um, even for me, I'm gonna give you like the most ridiculous uh, housewifey example. <laughs> um, but you know, it honestly, like I reached a point where I, I realized it wasn't the greatest for my mental health that I was um, cleaning all the time. And I was like, so I was doing like most of the cleaning. I was doing most of the cooking. And I was just like, I don't enjoy this. This does not feel good to me. Like I, I just, it's not good for my mental health in, in the sense of like, I didn't want to do it. Like I would like resent the tasks. Um, Now, again, that's something that there were times where like I would flip it and I would like find gratitude in it and I'd help myself through it. But ultimately I had like ways to create um, boundaries. And so, so this is what I'm talking about. So like I, um, you know, would say like, let's order food. Like rather than cook, I would say like, let's order food. So I would advocate that um, or, I, you know, I started, yeah, I started having conversations with my family. I was like, if I cook this night, you know, I tell my husband, like, if I cook, will you clean? Like, can we have that deal going? Or if you cook, can I clean? <laughs> like, and then we'll swap these. Um, and even having my kids help clean up around the house. And that also, this is where this gets like multi-layered for a sec. Um, and it's not that it's not here. Let me, let me, let me bring it back to the main point. But like, it's not that like my family wasn't prioritizing my mental health um, or that they don't prioritize their own. It, it was more so that like that was just the rhythm that things were in. Um, and so like it wasn't going to change unless I did something about that um, necessarily. So that was just one of those things. And and I, you know, I love my husband dearly. He loves his work. He does. Um, I love mine. But um, that's where it was like, okay, let's communicate and let's like give you breaks. Like, and, and you understand the dynamic. So it's like, bring you into the house. Like, let's, it was also my like ploy of being like, let's get you like, <laughs> let's, let's get you away from work a little more. Um, that seed planted. But, um, you know, so anyway, what I was going to say. Oh, so this is multi-layered in the sense of like, when I did that, I also had to create a boundary for myself that I wouldn't scrutinize the way that they did things. If it was different from the way that I did things, like I wasn't going to let that drive me insane. I had to just accept that they had a different way of accomplishing the tasks that I normally accomplished. So I actually had to like have that conversation with myself and be like, it's okay for them to do it differently. Like it's not a big deal. Like just take a breath and we'll get used to it. Um, and so I had to create that boundary even within myself. Um, so that's, you know, that's one of those things where this is where we come in and we prioritize mental health. Um, and this isn't a situation, I guess, necessarily where like nobody else was. Um, but but you get the you get the gist. Um, 
And and again, like bringing it kind of back to that business marketing kind of conversation, that's that's what's going to kind of tie into our next point, which is to practice, practice, no, practice awareness in situations, um, you know, where you're making assumptions or thinking that there's only one way things can be done or you're getting swept away by the unhealthy norm. Um, you know, so again, bringing awareness to when you see maybe like the fear-based marketing or if you're in a workplace where they're, they're skipping lunches or, you know, it can be such a number of things where if you see that people just aren't really prioritizing Mental health in general, whether it's for themselves, whether it's for you, not that they have to prioritize it for you, like that's your job. Um, but, you know, those kinds of things, um, even if you're around people that kind of have like uh, a negative attitude around things or they're talking down about things, uh, you know, practice having awareness in those situations of being like, mm, I'm in a situation where like, mental health isn't really prioritized here. How can I help myself in this moment? How can I prioritize my mental health even in this space? Because you don't want to get, you know, swept away by things. You don't want to, um, you know, like fall into the trap of being like, oh, there's no way I can get all this work done unless I don't eat food or I don't take breaths or like I don't let my mind rest or, you know, I have to be like constantly stressed in order to be productive. You know, it's the only way it'll work. So it's it's being, you know, having awareness and being mindful um, in those situations and, you know, realizing that we're just kind of paving the way for this new way where mental health is a priority. Um, and we get to be the ones, maybe not at the forefront, but, um, you know, carving into that path, if you will, and and hoping that by setting that example, um, more people come along the way as well. So again, we might we might be surrounded by people who aren't prioritizing their mental health and you know it's not beneficial for us to sit and resent and get frustrated and be overwhelmed or defeated by those people or those situations or those things you know, it's up to us to be like, no, we, it can be prioritized and I'm going to make it a priority. Um, because that's how I best show up. That's how I get to be my best self. That's how I get to best support other people. You know, it's a ripple effect. So that's, (sighs) sometimes we just look at the world and we're like, okay, this is the way it is right now. <laughs> like, you know, it's it's one of those things where I see, just from my perspective, I see how much um, medications are pushed for people to deal with their mental health when really so much deeper than that. Not that it's necessarily more complex, but like it just, I, I don't, why am I tripping over words? Anyway, this is where I get really honest. I, I, I just, I can't get behind it. I know medicine is helpful for some people. I get that. I do. 
I do. But at the same time, I don't think it's that long-term solution for our mental health. And I'm just speaking on, you know, on mental health. Um, I think it's a great uh, bridge, but I don't, I don't think it should be, you know, the only way for a lot of people. So I don't feel like that's, I could get flack for this, but like, I don't feel like that's, um, I don't feel like the drug companies are necessarily prioritizing mental health. Not the people that make the decisions to get on them per se, but the companies that are just profiting. That's where I sit. That's where I sit. Real talk. Okay. That was a great, really upbeat way to end this episode. Um, but that's why I'm here. I'm here to help. <laughs> so I, I thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this. Listening to just my imperfection. Like that's that's what it all is. That's why I don't edit these things. That's why you get me just being me. And these episodes have been apparently really long this month because I just keep going. But it's all good. Um, don't forget, of course, you know, go grab BTB Basics. Go get access to that 30-minute um, class. It's, it's free. It's free. Just go to www.simplyolly.com slash tools um, and you can check it out. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep staying simply awesome. I'll keep staying simply Ollie. And I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye. Hey there, before we totally wrap things up, I want to check in with you, my friend. If you've been wanting to break free from struggling with bipolar, anxiety, and or depression, but the meds and therapy route just isn't feeling like your jam, you are not the only one. I felt the same way when I used to live with the bad. Meds made life foggy and therapy didn't offer me the clear steps to getting better that I so desperately craved. So I spent nearly 10 years figuring out how to break free from mental illness in a way that allowed me to feel in control, empowered, happy, and thriving. Now it's my mission in life to help more people do the same. That's exactly why I created my signature program, Beat the Bad. This is an eight-week program where I teach you the exact steps to conquer bipolar, anxiety, and depression. Look, these are tried and true practical steps that my students love because they are easy to use in everyday life. It's helped Shelby find freedom from depression through self-love. It's helped Allison build confidence and break free from years of struggling with anxiety and depression. Jessica now breezes through fear and Ashley can make anxiety take a back seat while she pursues the things that she's always wanted to do. Jody even turned her entire life around in just eight months after dealing with the bad for 15 years and trying all of the things with no success. Seriously, this is the program I wish had existed when I was struggling so hard with bipolar anxiety and depression. So if you're determined to beat the bad, create the change you've been wanting for so long, and live a life where you're finally thriving, then I'm here to help you make it happen. Simply go to www.simplyolly.com btb to learn more. You can find that link in the show notes, or you can send me a DM on Instagram at TheRealSimplyOlly so that we can chat more about it. I can't wait to see you beat the bad.